Hola, bienvenidos, welcome to Tutia Bruja. Feliz solsticio de verano. Also, happy solstice. Happy summer solstice, to be exact. It's funny because I've been in the mindset of summer <laughs> since Memorial Day weekend, and I promise you that's how long it's been since I've wanted to create an episode and just couldn't, just couldn't. I sat down. I started recording and everything I just said sounded so contrite. But I told myself, I'm not going to edit this. I'm just going to release it into the world. And if it resonates, it resonates. So I want to start by saying um, thank you to all the people listening and sharing. There's, there's people constantly checking out this show. And if this is your first time, thank you for being here. I... This show is about like speaking from the heart, being vulnerable, finding the intersections of my spiritual practice and how it impacts my life and um, the reality of the feelings and stuff that I make. Because something that I've realized, right, is love is something that strikes me down. I am not good at it. And I've been thinking, why? Why is this something that I just don't have any knowledge in? And I've been thinking a lot about like, we talk about the mother wound all the time. I spend a lot of time on the mother wound, but there's a lot of stuff that's unhealed <laughs> on my father's side as well. My, um, my father's mother, my grandmother, my abuela, Mama Rebecca was her name. She... She didn't got it <laughs> when it came to picking men either. And I am her namesake. So maybe that checks out. I in some ways have to learn the lessons she also could not learn. Her husband. I think her only husband. But her first husband was not it. He was typical Mexican man trademark and was a womanizer. He wasn't very good at providing like a home, which like money sure can be a big part of creating a home. But I also feel like if you can't financially support and be the breadwinner, like creating a stable home, you know, uh, a beautiful home an energetic home, a home of harmonious love and understanding, like you, you create what you can, you bring to the table what you can. He was murdered in front of her uh, because he got he got to someone, uh, someone that uh, he would sleep with his wife. He finally had enough and murdered him. And I imagine my grandmother never processed any of that. Right. Um, why would she? People back then didn't deal with their feelings. And so I've been thinking about how that correlates to me. And I always am finding men who are emotionally unavailable like they're just never there you know or or they do care when they want to care but it's not convenient for them to care or there's always this excuse or there's always this and it's like if you wanted to you would I am neurodivergent too my brain is scattered all of the time and it also just comes to a certain point where it's just like you're just not invested 
period, point blank. And that's okay. And that's fine. I was having a conversation. And by the way, uh, this will be released today, the summer solstice, June 21st. Uh, this Saturday, if you are interested, uh, come in for a tarot reading. I'm still at Sincerely the Craft this Saturday and next Saturday, uh, because there's been a lot of changes in my life. Um, probably the reason it's been so difficult to record is I just found out I have a tumor, (laughs) a teratoma on my ovaries. So it's interesting because like these lessons that I'm learning are definitely connected to my father's side and, energetically if things show up on your left side it's like attributed to your father's side and if they show up on your right side it's attributed to your mother's side and so I do wonder if this is like a generational curse that I'm I'm figuring out uh and valuing myself first and foremost and not just like letting myself succumb to oh well I have a man and that's enough and like my man is so pretty and my man is this and my man is that because I I also realize like that's a luxury I have first of all that's a privilege second of all is that I realize that I do not need the commodity of a man I do not need the comfort of a man I do not need the security of a man and that is a privilege in itself do I want a man or potentially a really beautiful woman or a really beautiful person? I want to take this time because it is also Pride Month to say, if you didn't know, I'm a queer person, yo. Like I I always say I'm bisexual. Maybe that's just because of the term that I have the most fami- familiarity with because I have sex with bodies like my own and unlike my own. And that's where I'm going to put it. And that's okay. I don't mean it in the sense that there are two genders because there are not, obviously. And sexuality is fluid, just as gender is fluid. And maybe that's not the case for everybody, but it is the case for me. So maybe I just need to stop with men. (laughs) Maybe I should just be done. Maybe that's the lesson to be learned. But let me take you back a little bit in the forecast and how like the stars have been impacting me and maybe impacted you in a similar way. First, I want to talk about the Mercury retrograde in Taurus. I am, um, I'm a fixed sign, not just as my sun sign, I'm a Leo, but I am also a fixed sign when it comes to like my finances and when it comes to love. So, you know, all of this fixed energy and being very like rigid and kind of like there's no changing my mind, like even if it doesn't necessarily work for me, I got to figure that out for myself kind of way, you know. So my Venus is in Leo, RIP, (laughs) RIP to anybody ever trying to court me because I don't necessarily need you to do grandiose things and like show me the moon, but you got to show me you care. Like period, point blank. You have to like shout out to Chaney, but like you got to be a little bit obsessed with me. Like if you're not even a little bit obsessed with me, then what are we even doing here? Because I'm telling you right off the bat, I'm going to become obsessed with you in the best way. And maybe you don't feel that way. Maybe you don't want that. That's fine. You don't have to be with me. It's interesting because CoStar is mean to me in a way that I like because I am a brat. I am very bratty in my behavior. I just want to have a life that is extravagant. 
you know, not necessarily full of money or possessions or whatever, but like, show me a good time. And one thing I want to stress is why is it that like people who have the most money are the most boring? I just feel that way and nobody's going to change my mind on that. The retrograde really got me thinking about the ways that like I am my biggest problem when it comes to my relationships and my finances because I am and I have at times realistic and maybe unrealistic expectations um, associated with both of those. So I'm reevaluating that. But CoStar told me, can you tolerate being alone? And the truth is I can. And at this point, it's almost better to be alone than to be disappointed. And I just, I don't want to be disappointed. You know what I mean? Like maybe we're all disappointed all of the time, but it's like, I don't disappoint myself. I don't disappoint myself. Not really because certain things I just can't control. You know what I mean? Like I can't control things I can't control, but I am realizing that when it comes to putting like time and energy into my projects, they do very much blossom and work in ways that like I'm super grateful for. As you're listening to this episode, if you are not aware, there is a podcast called Missing Witches that is hosted by Amy and Risa. And they had me on their summer solstice episode, uh, along with Lorraine, who wrote a book about Brujas. And I don't want to butcher the title. So instead, I will put the complete name in the show notes. But we have a conversation about what it means to be a Bruja. Because I... It's interesting because a lot of people find this show and really love it because it's giving the perspective of someone who, um, hate to admit it, I mean, as a lot of other people are, right, I'm the product of colonization, you know? And it's been a wild ride. Uh, at some point I will re-release it, but like, shout out to Akshi and Shayna of Unpacking the Eerie and our witch hunt episode, that was super powerful to not even just talk about like the ways that witch hunts are used to this day, right? But doing the research into how Tequila, the town that I am from, most of my family is from, has been this like center point for colonization since the Spanish arrived. Because their thought process on the matter was like, we got to start thinking about other things we can drink other than brandy or God forbid wine, you know, like they had to build alternatives because they were building their empire. There was going to be more people or whatever. And so therefore they had to keep ensuring that they could get drunk, thus tequila. And it's just wild because when the Spanish were doing their thing with colonization, if you will, at a certain point, the power shifted and the Catholic Church is the one who had the largest influence and say and what have you. Well, then bishops were enforcing what was blasphemous and what wasn't blasphemous. And that's why a lot of like our remedios, there's a lot of herbalism because you can be like, oh, drink this leaf with this and hot water and add this and then drink this for a couple of days. Like that's... Something I want to talk about too is like we are so disconnected from so many herbal remedies and the ways that our bodies used to heal ourselves. And that's because of like John D. Rockefeller. And I won't get onto a whole tangent about that, but I will say that like there are so many good aspects of Western medicine, but there's also the fact that it had to prove that it was the biggest and baddest. And because of that, we don't have herbal remedies and the ways that plants heal us. And it's so unfortunate. I 
have this recipe that it's been a collaboration of efforts with a couple of other people who chimed in on it but it is a black salt and I want to clarify because there are two types they're not the black salt that you would make with like ash but um bought it at an Indian grocery store now that I mention it um but it is a form of black salt it has a different name but like you put that in a tea with some other stuff and you're gonna release anything that's like pledging your soul and the thing is is like a lot of the things that impact us are very much within our bodies energetically you know and it's living on and we don't know how to let it go release it not let us not let it take power over us you know and a lot of the stuff that i've been working through is connected to just the violence that um, was seen with the colonization process of what is now mexico you know and it's been very healing to figure out ways to heal these like hurts that like have developed in the last like 500 or so years because of how power and all of these things have impacted a whole group of people the whole world i mean this is a global issue um but i find power in myself and i you know in in spirituality and and everything that i do in being a bruja so that's why the title of Bruja is something that I love. People who had to find answers and knowledge outside of themselves. You know, it's a bummer because like Bruja is the word that we have to sort of be this umbrella over. It's not a monolith. Brujeria is so regional depending by like for Mexico in this instance, right? From like state to state, you know, in one country. So let alone Latin America and so it's just so fascinating to see the ways that like so many people in like these traditions carry on, even if it is under one term. Being able to talk with Lorraine on that episode about what a bruja means to us and how it empowers us was really amazing. And, you know, here I'm always connecting like how the stars or tarot or whatever and helpful and figure out like the different things that I need to figure out to make my life. I don't know, level up. We'll say level up for better term because I really do stand in my own way and I keep allowing my thoughts and my feelings at times to be pushed back, especially like romantically. Like, I don't know. I hate the that I can put so much energy into so many other things and it just like in my romantic life it does not work out. I had this really weird TikTok making us girls delulu like really delusional sometimes you know and i'm just like is this all this all a thing is this a test what is this i had this incident where i had met somebody uh and they checked a lot of boxes however um we were in similar instances where we were sort of still tethered to like people from our past and it's funny I recently did a cord cutting because <laughs> to quote peaches I feel like when I've been up until recently uh periods of just like the big sads like I was like all right well I'm gonna have a lot of sex and I'm just gonna like stop feeling the sadness because enough orgasms can make it go away 
happen, you know, like it, it balances out, but maybe it's because of this ovarian teratoma that sex for the first time, ah, second time in my life has just not felt particularly enjoyable. So I also have to be like really picky and choosy of like, is this potentially worth a little bit more pain that I'm used to, to have this experience? Will it be worth the sacrifice? Will it be enjoyable? I have to be a lot more cautious and thoughtful about it in a way that I have never been before. And that in itself is like a life adjustment that I'm like, fuck, this is impacting me in my body and I hate it. But I don't know. I just always find people who in one way or another are not emotionally available. And I just really want someone who is going to be obsessed with me a little bit. And until that person pops up, manifests, whatever, I'm just going to have to be content with being the hermit. (sighs) All right. I want to pull some cards, not just for myself, but for everyone. If you are using the solstice to be a reminder that you can change, you can make your things work out. You can attract the things that are meant for you. Like we're going to find it. Oh my goodness. You know, I hope this is useful to someone else out there and it's not just me venting. Um, but I really do think that like, A lot of us, I do the most readings about love. And I think that there's a lot of us that live in this space that for whatever reason, we don't think we deserve the love or attention or whatever that we deserve. And so at least I'm proud of myself for also just like shutting down things where I'm like, I'm not in a place where I want mess. I'm not in a place where I want confusing. And I'm just like, I'd rather just cut it off at source. It's just easier for everyone involved. All right, let's pull some cards. This is for me. This is for you. This is for us. This is if it resonates, it resonates. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And that's totally fine. Three, two, one. All right. So we have the four of pentacles reversed. Okay. So nobody gives you a foundational manual to understand what you need and how to respond. And so we're all just figuring out what feels good and what we need. So this is to say, um, if you've been feeling reckless, if you've been feeling tired, if you've been feeling like you don't understand why it's all happening, Ask yourself if there's something you've been ignoring for a long time. Like, I mean, uh, like I said, I like to be Delulu. Sometimes we all like to be Delulu, but you have to wake up from your delusion at a certain point. Like, I think it's okay to evolve things. I think it's okay to have goals. I think it's okay to wish for a more hopeful world. But I also think that like, sometimes we get so caught up in that it's our responsibility you know, and we are irresponsible with our time and our energy and our efforts. And we're so stuck on just putting energy into something that we know doesn't work. Pulling another card, the world. So what is hopeful about this one is yes, 
let's say that the last one was coming from a place of past, right? Like just putting a lot of energy into things that don't make us feel comfortable. That maybe we have a hard time being vulnerable. Maybe we have a hard time expressing what we want, whatever have you, but we're baddies now. Like we want the best for ourselves. We want the best for ourselves and the world, since it is a major arcana, and it is the summer solstice, you need to remind yourself that like you can build and create anything you want, you know, um, whether that be a small business, whether that be a love affair that you want, whether that be um, a stable home life, a stable, comfortable space, you know, maybe you've been thinking about painting and you just haven't gotten around to it because that's like energy and stuff that you don't want to dedicate to and you have a really dark space and it makes you feel like it just isn't right for you, right? Like paint that shit or do wallpaper, you know, do something to change up your space. I think sometimes the easiest thing you can do is look at the space around you. And if you feel like it's all chaos, is just changing things up. You are worth the world, baby. So why don't you value yourself enough to feel like you can have it? <sighs> Pulling another one. The three of swords. Okay, because the reality is too, if you don't realize that you deserve the world, and you're not like, doing things to be a little selfish for yourself as well as like trying to heal or fix the larger collective, you're just going to keep breaking your own heart. You're just going to keep breaking your own heart because I hate to tell you this, but we are human. All of us, we're all going to fuck up. We're all going to have times where we are hypocrites, where we are going to say we want X, Y, and Z, but we're not showing up with our actions. And so just, this is a reminder to say that you might be learning lessons in difficult ways and it's okay to have your heart broken. It is okay to feel sad. It is okay to feel disappointed, ripped off, feeling like, why doesn't my life fit the things that I want? But also taking the time to realize that like the fairy tale industrial complex, like tells us that we need to have our life look like X, Y, and Z. And there are alternatives that can be done to still make oneself happy. So that's what we have there. And then I'm going to pull fucking oracle card just wrap this bitch up three two one new moon how about that we just had that one in gemini and i don't know about you but it's been making me think a lot because gemini is my moon is in Gemini. And so the way that I expressed myself for the longest time was really not serving to myself. It was more serving to what people got out of me. And so you have to remember that like creating boundaries and like allowing what you will and will not allow in your life is so important. And you have to set goals and tasks for yourself. And I mean, you're worth it, babe. You know, like nobody taught you how to love yourself, but you're out here trying. You're out here doing the best you can. And if you feel like you are falling short on loving yourself, figure out what that means to you. You know, like I used to be a big person of school of thought that's like you can't love anybody until you love yourself. And maybe in some instances that's true. But I also think that something that's been, I guess, more true or 
I feel like I've been able to love myself through loving other people because I, I didn't really know what that, what a healthy relationship looked like or what I wanted in a relationship or what was a healthy relationship to me. And I realize now that I need somebody who is really that 51% when I feel 49% and really just is actively letting me know that they're there and they care. I need, I need words of affirmation. I need someone to call me a good girl. I need, (laughs) I need someone to just get me. And that's why I'm so grateful for community uh, because so many of you reach out and you say that whatever I've said at times is like (laughs) beneficial or helpful. And so it's great to know that like me living my chaotic life in, in the way that makes me happy is giving y'all a lot of knowledge and perspective and just trying to make sense of your life. You know, may we all be trying to work it out together Thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, This was really powerful in a way that I didn't think it would be. But I'm really grateful. And I hope we're all just trying to be better. And may we find the people who just get us. Thanks for listening. Um, Please look at the show notes to listen to that Missing Witches episode with Amy, Risa, and Lorraine. It is really interesting. I had a great time. I just couldn't shut up you know, talking to Lorraine and follow me in all the places that I am on. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah. Yeah.